you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. Another episode of the Hole in None podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, DJE, Mr. Doty Fayed. On tonight's podcast, we'll review Siwoo Kim's win at the American Express. We'll huddle up on the casting couch, update you on JT and his sponsors. Brooks Kepka had a breakup. Some PGA news. We're going to preview the farmers. Got the shit picks. Bitchy boy. All the things. Hi, Penny. You know, words. I was just telling you, it's like, hey, we got a window of time right now. Penny's not being loud, not chewing on her bone. She's fucking sleeping. And as soon as we fucking started talking, she's chomping on that goddamn bone again. Um. So yeah, hopefully that's hopefully that's not very loud. But uh, hi, Johnny. <laughs> how are you? Hell, words. It, it's funny because you know we record a week a week later. It seems like it just flies by, but you know your your laptop has been over here at my house ever since last Wednesday. Ugh. And one... What did you do? You obviously don't need your laptop for anything else besides the show, but Jesus Christ, I went through your search history. (laughs) (laughs) That is some sick shit, you sick bastard. Yeah, right. Words. I mean, how much much fucking viruses and, like, just bad shit does your phone have on it now after not having your computer (laughs) for a week? Because... I some mean, dark, some dark Twitter searches. Yeah, I mean, I thought you were joking about the Dolly Parton's tits thing. <laughs> uh, busted, you got me. It's like, what do I search every three days? Dolly Parton's tits. Dolly Parton, nineteen eighty-five tits. Let's see if there's a new picture from <laughs> Jolie. Just Jolie. working nine to five. Do, do. Yeah, uh, I gotta say, man. Uh, no, I, I just, I didn't even realize it, and I was trying to find my computer, and I looked in here, like, Monday, and I was like, oh, shit, that's where this computer's still here. Should, yeah. Should have fucking sold this thing. I've, wouldn't have been a bad idea. It's about 12 years old now. This is the only thing I use my personal computer for besides my phone now. Isn't this riveting, people? Yeah. Yeah. So what else? I finished the Tiger Doc. Ah, what'd, what'd you think of that riveting last 20 <laughs> minutes you had or so? Oh, man, he was fucked up. Uh, no, just some other things, you know, I, how many dudes do you think tried to roll out and buy a Winnebago last week? Uh, well, it's like Earl, and it's funny now, you know, they're coming to Torrey Pines, you know, where Tiger famously played, you know, a lot of golf, won a lot of junior tournaments there. It's like Earl must've just rolled that thing down the coast of California, fucking everything just he could see. My own little personal fucked in. I just pull up and watch my son. Play golf and be the next Gandhi. <laughs> What's the name of the? I, I wish I could remember the name of his buddy, the young guy who's like, "Hey, they're gonna fucking kill me, man! You gotta come over." You'll have to excuse me. 
because I get very emotional when I talk about my son. I, like uh, that's what I mean. Like do now, you, work with the balls a little bit. <laughs> do, you, do you think, like, while Earl's in there with you know, definitely like girl, not Tita, yeah, not Tita, and definitely like blonde white girls. Um, <laughs> do you think that he just was like, "Hey, Jeff, watch Tiger for a second. It'll only take me about fifteen minutes, right?" <laughs> and then it's like the whole creaky, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, and the PGA Tour pro. You know who I'm talking about. The guy Rocco? who, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, Earl's buddy, who, like, when he was being interviewed, yeah, it, it turned it, into, like, his own personal therapy session. He was like, oh, I fucking cheated on my wife in front of Tiger. God <laughs> damn it. It was probably my fault why he's such a dirtbag. Yeah, probably. You know he bought Tiger his first porn, by the way. It, Tiger probably came up and was like, will you buy me a Playboy? And I'm like, I'll get you something better than a Playboy, Tiger. Playboy. <laughs> this is called scat porn. You ever heard of double penetration? <laughs> I'm 12. <laughs> no, I, like I said before, I said it before. I'll say it again. It wasn't his fault, man. It, it was. It was all. It was all Earl and that fuck's fault. And and Tita. And Tita. <laughs> My girl. Tiger's in it. The only thing Tiger is guilty of is being the greatest of all time. Period. Uh, he's the Don Juan of his generation. Well, I did like you know they had that brief little part in there with with Rocco. Oh, yeah, I, I, after that Sunday round, I went down and I talked to the devil. And he said the Tiger's been here since he was a kid. Yeah. Tita showed him. Because they famously played, you know, the Monday finish because they, you know, the, the U.S. Open, I think, did they change that like this past year that they no longer do an 18-hole playoff? But Tiger and Rocco yes. went into the Monday yeah. playoff. And then went to extra holes after 18. Yeah, they played, I think they played one extra hole or something, but... um you know, it's funny. I think it was last year or the year before Rocco came out and like basically said that he'd been an alcoholic his whole career and basically was like drunk all the <laughs> fucking time. It's like, I wonder if Rocco would just lit the fuck up like, hey, uh, playing Tiger for an 18 hole match for the US Open today. <laughs> Better get myself a couple <laughs> fingers of vodka before oh, yeah. I tee off. That is the fourth styrofoam cup that's been rushed out to Rocco. And it is not uh, codeine syrup like Lil Wayne. It is fucking liquor. Oh, God bless him. But yeah, I still say that the movie was a fucking dud. Fuck that movie. But yeah. did, did you see they asked Colin Morikawa about it in his interview? or no. his, his media what did he say? Oh, they just kind of, he was like, you know. I found my girl I fuck all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was more like they, they asked him about what his thoughts were. And, you know, he was basically like, you know, I've been lucky enough to get to know Tiger through, I think, TaylorMade was what he was talking about. And Who's Taylor? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and so basically he just kind of said that, you know, I've met Tiger, I've gotten to know Tiger, so I'm not interested in watching anything about Tiger unless he's behind it or he's the one narrating it. So it's basically a big, uh, brownie point. Exactly. He's like, no, Tiger's the best. I, I would him. never watch that Tiger. <laughs> I promise. Scout's honor. <laughs> oh gosh. What else? Should we just cozy in on the casting couch and get to it? Sounds comfy. Zip. <laughs> Make sure your ass is on that plastic. Citigroup has chosen to stick by JT after his faggot comment. What? That's what he said. And they are committed to build awareness about how those nasty words 
actions and inactions perpetuate discrimination against the LGBTQ plus community. JE, I have never been more excited for a commercial to drop. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be JT in full drag. <laughs> I'm just thinking uh, just like some jean shorts that are like cut off at the hip and, you know, your mustache. What, for JT or just a random person? No, JT. <laughs> Dressing like, um, oh, who's that South Park character who used to date the, the teacher? The slave? <laughs> Mr. Slave, yes. Yeah, with white boots, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that's like golf course apparel. And again, we still have yet to figure out who he's going to sign with. So maybe that can be like all-in-one kind of thing. It's like he's going to sign with RuPaul's uh, like clothing company. That'd be tight. <laughs> and then that's perfect. That will raise awareness. Good for them. Absolutely. You know, I'd Well done, Citigroup, for not just trying to cancel JT. Grab his hand and let's work on something together. Maybe they should bring in, you know— your your girl, uh, your or your boy Elliot Page is single again now. He they he filed for divorce, so maybe oh. he and JT can work together. Man, I hated seeing that writing on the wall. That the wife. I mean, you know, she just like ah, oh, this thicket of ass hair. I'm sorry, I just can't. Only two months after the transition, apparently. Well, you know, I hate this thing. It is what it is. He wants to be a boy. God damn it, he can. And uh, she's a lesbian. yeah. His lesbian wife can. Uh, can go do her thing now too. Elliot, I married you when you were a girl. Like, sorry. Yeah. And again, we stand by all LGBTQ causes. We're just telling it like it is. It is what it is, right? Words. It sure is. So JT Elliot, check. What else? Other news broke this week. Brooks Kepka dumped swing coach Claude Harmon on his ass after the Masters. You know, that's what that was kind of what was surprising about all this is it just came out this week that they parted ways and I guess Claude came out in an interview and said that Brooks let him know right after the Masters that, you know, hey, listen and he did it in person, which supposedly was, you know, upstanding. But I was kinda hoping whenever it came out this week that <laughs> they broke up because Claude was like, Why the fuck are you switching to Shrixon? <laughs> fuck you. Which I think apparently Brooks is on the verge of signing with Tricks on. Damn uh, right. Been testing a lot of a lot of room you know, on this boat, Brooks. But uh, welcome aboard. You know, there's so much that goes into this. Brooks had been playing with, he'd been working with Claude Harmon since 2013, like way before the stardom hit. Back when he was basically on the Challenge Tour over in Europe. Um, since then, multiple times at number one, a fair amount of time at number one, four majors later. Um, I saw something that Claude said that when he and Brooks met to talk about goals when they first started working together, he said he wanted to become a major champion and become number one in the world. He did both of those with four majors. I mean, I think that if you would have said that in 2013 when Brooks basically didn't have PGA Tour status, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, kid? So I think just because the going gets tough a little bit for Brooks, all of a sudden he fires a swing coach, I think it all has to do with a little bit of jealousy words. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, not to mention who won that Masters. Oh, Claude's star student, DJ. And I'm sure afterwards I remember Claude saying something like this. I've just never been happier for any one individual more than I am for DJ, not yeah. Brooks. So, I mean, when you think about it, in the in the, the whole run of the whole Brooks-DJ you know, saga, 
Like, oh, yeah, man, they're the Bash Brothers. They work out together. They have so much fun together. They're best oh. friends. They swing with each other. Yeah, fuck ever, each other's girlfriends. Ever since Brooks fucked Paulina on the way to the Ryder Cup, there's been some tension there. Yes, yeah. so you, you got to think that as a golf coach, trying to evenly split your time between players, especially two guys that you know live in the same area, work out at the same gym, supposedly. Fuck the same girls. Fuck the same girls. I think that there was some serious jealousy over DJ and and DJ all of a sudden now kind of swooping in and taking that the guy uh, role from from Brooks. Uh, you know, ever since he won, you know, the the he won the FedEx Cup tour. DJ that is won the FedEx Cup championship. Then he goes and wins the Masters. Um, I got to think that Claude, you know, Brooks used to always fly around the fucking country. He'd always post Claude on his private jet. DJ starts taking him on his private jet. I think DJ probably invited him to that fucking badass Aspen uh, Coke party that we saw f- uh, following the Masters. Remember they or when they got back from Hawaii, they flew directly to Aspen, and that's when we saw those Coke bugs in Paulina's <laughs> nose. Remember that? I do. For those who don't remember, we never really discussed this yet on the show, which perfect timing. But uh, there was an up-close selfie, a couple little runs on her Instagram story with Paulina Gretzky, and... If you look closely in her in her left nostril, you can definitely see what appears to be a, a solid coke rock. <laughs> and I did not say coke rack. Yeah. It's definitely just not a mountain booger. No, and, and that's the thing. It's like I think that DJ was getting more attention from Claude. DJ pro- produced better, and so maybe he just thinks, well, you're spending all your time with DJ, so fuck you. I'm going my own separate way, so I don't have to hang out with that fuck. That, and he just couldn't resist that. Paulina or the coke probably Paulina (laughs) I think that Brooks was like I gotta get as far away from DJ as possible because DJ is proven he is now yeah Brooks is now chasing DJ like everyone knows that for sure and um, he does not like being second fiddle to him ever since he won routed off those majors he was the guy he knew it DJ won his fair share tournaments it wasn't any big majors or anything like that yeah but I mean he's coming up on eight years with them which is crazy um but the other thing is, you know, I think he, he he was running buddies with DJ long enough to realize that, like, okay, maybe I can't hang with DJ from a from an off the course perspective. Oh, the man with the golden nose, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like, oh, fuck, I need to get as far away from him as possible. Uh, sorry, Claude, you're out. Uh, you know, I I got to get away from him. I got to get away from Joey D. Is that why Brooks kind of bulked up like Coke withdrawals? <laughs> yeah, that's why DJ still looks skinny because he still does blow all the time. <laughs> and Brooks, Brooks doesn't. is looking a little husky. Yeah, and Brooks clearly is drinking Michelob Ultra and <laughs> and not doing Coke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you pointed that out and uh, explained it all. Well, you know, it, it and that's the other thing I thought about it when I was thinking about all the. It was. It's mostly all Paulina's social media, but you know they go to Aspen, have these big fucking parties. They're clearly with a bunch of people, no regard for social distancing whatsoever, and that's because DJ already had COVID within the last you know three months or so, and so they just don't give a fuck. They have these wild, cool ski party orgies where they do a bunch of coke, and it snows way more ways than one. <laughs> oh yeah, it would have been a fun one to join. Aspen. You could spare me from hanging out with any of the Gretzky uh, boys, any of Paulina's well, brothers. Well, the crew was pretty random. It was like, hey, let's invite the Southern Charm guys from Bravo. Yeah, and Claude. Uh, yeah, <laughs> bring him too. Claude, close your eyes. <laughs> close your eyes. 
All right. So we don't know who his new swing coach is, if he uh, has one? Yeah. No, I, I've heard that he's going to be working with uh, – That he doesn't officially have one, but there, Pete Cowan is a guy that he has worked with from time to time who it, it does a lot more short game stuff, but supposedly he might just start working with him with his whole game. Is so. he out of Florida? I assume so. I don't know much about him. I don't fucking know. It's not. It's not that heroin junkie Adam Schreiber, you know, AK's old coach. <laughs> oh man, that guy looked rough in that AK picture. There's so many people who have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. We'll have to post that picture to our Instagram too. Sounds great. All right, moving on. Other big news. After the insurrection at the Capitol, when MAGA crew busted in looking for Pelosi's tits. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for one thing which, and one thing only. Which, by the way, uh, <laughs> Boren Touched Me sent us some inside info on that. Boots on the ground. Well done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the PGA has taken a hard stance, and uh, they pulled the PGA Championship from dump, uh, dump from Trump, Bedminster, and Jersey. Um, and this week it was announced the tournament will be played at Southern Hills. Perry Maxwell Design here in Oklahoma. Hey, which, if you remembered correctly, I did lobby for that. I had a huge part in that. No, at that point in time, I did know it was probably down to three or four courses, Southern Hills being one of them, and words, they picked a winner. Oh, fuck yeah. It's awesome. Last championship there was 07 PGA, where you know who. Tiger, the site of Tiger's 13th 13th. major. Yeah, which he's only won two cents. But trivia question, words, who finished second? Oh, uh... Woody Austin. Tabasco shirt-wearing yeah. motherfucker Woody, Woody Austin. <laughs> oh, he'd have some great meltdowns on the greens, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's only broken a couple putters, fallen in a couple ponds. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, he was the original kind of Tabasco collar dude, wasn't he? Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, they, they they got it right. You know, I, I think it was uh, Gil, Gil Hance just did the redesign of Southern Hills within the last few couple years, um, similar to what they've done to some Perry Maxwell, just clearing out the kind of the sight lines, clearing out a lot of trees. And uh, I think this is going to be what they call a, f- a fair but difficult test for the pros. Um, nowadays, fuck, 20 under is anything. I think Tiger wanted it maybe eight or nine under. So um, it ought to it ought to be a test for these guys, and we'll probably be there, words. Hell yeah. It was hot as fuck that last tournament. Uh, this, one, this time it's going to be played in May, so hopefully we'll you know avoid the – the crazy Oklahoma weather. But. Dude, no shit. I went up there. I want to say it was for the Saturday round. It might have been when Tiger shot, you know, 63 on that Saturday. He shot 63 Friday, I think. But I went up there, and, you know, it was literally like 103 degrees with hotter heat indexes. I uh, went with one of my buddies who isn't a big drinker, so but we had tent passes. And the only beer available in the tent was Coors Original. And it was 105 degrees. Yellow and I, belly. And I was just housing Coors Originals. But... <laughs> I swear to God, I could walk out of the tent and feel the beer coming out of my, like, as my sweat, like, my arms are sweating, and it smells like Coors Light. It was foaming? Yeah. But no shit, like, I sat in a grandstand behind, I guess, maybe the 12th hole there, and the green paint of the grandstand came off on my clothes because it was so hot that the paint was melting. That was the hottest I'd ever been. Yeah. And there was one summer before I moved to Houston, it was like 2010 or 2011, when we played golf and the heat index was over like 110 for three days straight. Still, being in Tulsa for that tournament was the hottest I've ever been. I'm pretty sure the summer you're talking about was when we played golf, or whenever we, <laughs> whenever Craig Sager made fun of you. And we, all, <laughs> we almost played golf with him. 
Yeah, fuck. But yeah, I will say I'm proud. I'm proud enough and lucky enough to have said that I've played Southern Hills three or four times since they've done, done the redo. I I actually fucked it up one time. I played really well. I mean, I played so well that I basically had to get an up and down on 18 just to tie our boy DJ, which just tying DJ made me feel good about myself. Um, so it, it's a fucking great course. Might be my favorite course I've ever played anywhere. So. All right, well, let's move it to the Brochella Valley, where Siwoo Kim brings it home on Sunday for his fourth PGA Tour win. Your thoughts? Was it his fourth or his third? I mean, I know uh, maybe that, his third. I know that for being 25 years old, he seems like he's about 45. Uh, he won the Players' Championship, what, when he was like 21 years old, kind of somewhat out of nowhere. So I guess it seems like maybe he's validated his career, obviously. Anytime you win more than once, it's pretty good. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, I, I got to say, though, Sunday, it just seemed like Patrick Cantlay was the guy that was going to walk away with the trophy. Well, he went out way early, and uh, he actually made the cut, the cut line on the number, and then he followed that up with, what, a 63 and a 61? Yeah, 65-61 to close out the tournament. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he had the uh, that Terminator stare. Which he will do. Well, I think the mic, <laughs> instead of the mic picking up him saying fuck or the other F word, after he finished out on 18, he said, that's as good as I can play. It was something along those lines, which obviously. I had, would think so. I think he was a low low round by three shots and set the course record by two shots. 11 under? Yeah. Yeah. Which, and it, it, I've heard some guys talk about this too, you know, everyone, the talk in golf right now is about rolling back everything, rolling back the ball, rolling back the technology. They fucking set that golf course. They like they could have made the golf course harder. That place was playing easy as fuck. The 17th hole, Alcatraz, you know, is normally about 175 yard par three island green. They moved that thing up to 146 on Sunday. So you've got the lead in a golf tournament, a little nervous, and you don't know that the tee's up. Sibu Kim walks up there with a fucking wedge in his hand. Got to feel a little bit better about his chances to close it out when they set it up that easy. Yeah. But I will say words. It was definitely a... A, a lot of emotions that went into this golf tournament at every round because, yeah. of course, my boy <laughs> Siwoo si Kim. The wrong Korean one for yeah, you. Yeah, your, your boy Siwoo Kim, but my boy Sung J.M., your boy, actually. There you go. He's leading after 36 holes, and I've already basically got my winner's check in my pocket. I'm like, fuck yes, I'm going to be in the top five now. We played <laughs> we played golf on Friday, and the men's girl afterwards watching that shit, seeing Sung J up there was fucking really painful. Yeah, uh... It's, everyone know, everyone knew that J.E. was on Sanjay. Yeah, of course they did. Which is funny because, you know, that happens. Uh, my sister's texting me because not only did she pick Sanjay, but she picked Tony and Abe, and they were tied for two. Wow. So I'm looking at it. She's projected to win, projected to get like $2.6 million. And, I, and she's just like, oh, my gosh, look at my – I'm going to win. And that's when I said there's a shit ton of golf left. And, unfortunately, that affected me too. So, yeah, he did not have a good Sunday, but uh, neither did any of my horses. Sunday was not as good for Sung Jay, but Saturday shoots fucking one over 70, 73. Uh, your boy Abe, or your boy Matt Wolf, e up and down. He, I think, it's early. He it's either early. has it or he doesn't. You know. Um, he ends up going 71-70 on the weekend to just kind of ho-hum it around there. He tied for 40th. 
Um, he's a tough one to pick. Big Tony, though, let's talk about him for a second because he started Sunday in the final pairing, or if not the final pairing, with C- he and Siwoo Kim, and he starts out birdie birdie. Um, and you think that, like, okay, Tony, he's finally going to bring it home on a Sunday. He's talked about, you know, Mamba mentality ever since Kobe went down and, like, trying to be tough. And uh, he starts out birdie birdie, and then he basically just watches Siwoo Kim lap the field and lap his ass. Um, and what he ends up, another top five, but uh, not even close to being good enough to get it done. He was not even a factor. And that's what's funny. Uh, T- Tony Finau plays the tournament 68, 66, 67, 68. Still finishes six shots out of the lead. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, you got to go really four shots. You got to go really low there. Um, but it's also his his thirty fourth top win since his one PGA Tour victory at the fucking you know Cuda Puerto Rico Open. Yeah, some bullshit tournament. Yeah, I I saw that stat. That was just crazy. Thirty four. It's more than tens. double than anyone else. Yeah, I think Tommy Fleetwood is yeah. next with like sixteen. Yep. Yeah. So uh, not exactly a stat you want to find yourself in, but. You're still cashing checks, just not the winner, not the shit. Give me one of those big ones like you gave him. He's <laughs> not ch- cashing as many of the winner's checks, which, you know, they, that, that would add up over time. It just makes me think back, though, when Tony, like, tells that story about playing in the final group with Tiger at uh, Sunday at Augusta and, like, walking up the 10th green. He's like, I knew Tiger was serious because I asked him how his kids were doing, and he looked at me like I was weird and like, oh, what? Like, oh, I, oh yeah, they're fine, whatever. Can you imagine asking Tiger that on a Sunday at a major? Like, if Tita was out there, she would have taken a fucking baseball bat to your head. <laughs> well, if it was me, I'd be like, Tyler, Tiger, how's Charlie? <laughs> Please, how's Charlie? Is he here? Where's Charlie? You don't talk to my son! <laughs> yeah, uh, to- Tony definitely, definitely choked. Abe He's getting answered. closer, getting closer. Abe Anser is another top top five, so uh, his 73 on Saturday is kind of what took him out of it. But uh got to say, Abe looks like he's knocking on the door as well to, to yeah. become a winner. They both had top fives. I've already picked them both this year, not in this tournament, of course, and they've, they've gotten me dick, which may be why I'm in 110th. Whatever. I do want to say one good thing where it's show favorite got found himself back in the top ten. Richie Warinsky? Paul Casey! Paul, <laughs> you're back. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Of course, I'm darling. Yes, of course. With the ASU. Paul, Paul played fucking great after the first round 72. I thought Paul Casey was going to be more of a factor. I love seeing Paul play well with those fucking Mark McGuire-like forearms. Ugh. Yeah, he's good. Um, Other than that, I don't really have too much to say about anyone else. Well, let's go to the BLC leaderboard. All right. So, impressively, three players picked Siwoo Kim. Three players out of a possible, let's see, we only had like six vacant, so over 110 players. The Tony boys, Tony Morales. Yes. He ended up with Siwoo Kim and Cameron Davis. Like, where did that come from? I think he was the only guy in the entire league to pick Cameron Davis. Um, which was a very, very impressive picking. $1.6 million, which was $400,000 more than the next guy, which was Anko, Annie Coulson, an, another an, a new female to the league. So All can, right, Annie. Welcome there, Annie. And uh, the third guy that picked Siwoo Kim, the guy we talked about all last year that literally missed picking like seven times or he could have had a really good chance of winning, Jim Brown, a.k.a. Greg Brown. 
He had uh, Siwoo, and your boy Matt Wolf got him 25K. Uh, shout out to Annie real quick. She picked Ricky Fowler, who yeah. actually topped 21 last week, which has got to be his best finish in a long time. Yeah, we've been both dumping on Ricky um, past 18 months is kind of how he's been playing, but you know, I hope he pulls it together. He's been working on some new stuff, right? Doing some things. Right. Right. Uh, I think the the biggest fucking boner of the week has got to be Scotty Scheffler. I mean, 59 players picked him, and he missed the cut. So, Yeah, Eddie and I missed on that one. I, I picked him, too. All three of us oh, did. Yeah. Um, but there was a treasure trove of people there on Cantley. Yeah, Scotty gets bitchy boy of the week. Yeah. Thank you. That's <laughs> who it is. Fuck. Yeah. Thank thank you. Um, but there was the, the, the rest of the field, uh, 40 players on Cantley, and that's who kind of brought in the, the rest of the, the money there as far as the overall standings. Uh, so uh, we had an outright fourth, J.D. Dunford there. He had Cantley with Finau and Wolf. A lot of these guys had Cantley-Finau combos. Two Gloves Attorney is back in in a big way tied for fifth. Last year's champion, Doug Nix. Um, market 8 dude, a newcomer to the lead, Trevor Randall. Glory Holen won. Ow! One of the best names of the league that we called out, our boy John Godsey. Ford, Ryan Ford there tied for fifth. Rodney, another new newcomer to the league somewhat. Patrick Gilbert. Got a shout out one more, Chez. He was tied there as well, Austin <laughs> Salamone. Uh, and, and that's the rounding out the guys there that uh finished in the top 10 so nice playing boys and girl um words i had a pretty bad week obviously uh adam hadwin didn't do us any good scotty scheffler didn't do us any good so sung jm's tied for 12th is what got me all my money i finished it tied for 76 words you finished 100 kate jenner's tea box finished there at the uh, tied for 82nd so uh, you wrangled up a nice little 63000 Yeah. Thanks for the twenty five k woof. And, uh, yeah, I'm in 110th space. So, Kate Jenner's T-Box, like you said, you must have done your homework. You dropped seven spots. You're in 110th place. Um, I did drop 15 spots myself. Uh, I'm now in yes! 20, 20, yes! 28th, unfortunately. Um, words. I'm coming for you. I, I gained on you this week. Uh, not really, but yeah, no, no, you didn't. I made more money than you, and I've beaten you every week so far. So closer, I have to keep reminding that closer in the standings. <laughs> okay, what's up? Hey, I I use that one too. I've used that one too. I understand. <laughs> uh, big shout out. We got a new guy in first place. Brian Shones moved up three spots. He's number one now. Billy Baru, Bill Parker also moved up one spot from three to number two. El Chapo, Sam Swanson holds th- their third spot. LBBC, Ryan Regan, he dropped. Two spots to number four. Tom Tassia down from one to five. The Beta Soy Boys are, are still in the top ten at yeah. number six. Walker Milligan. Hold Nathan Wilson at seven. The Tony Boys, after the fresh win, jumping a fucking clean 65 spots. Down Going all the way from number 73 to number eight. Cucky move. And... Only English with an ace. My sister has made her way in the top ten. She's at number nine. As long as she still stays above you in the rankings, then I'm I'm okay. Well, hopefully it doesn't. But like yes. I said, you know, I haven't. She picked Xander already. She's picked Tony already. You know She's picked fuck Ants all that already. stuff. Fuck her. Fuck this tournament. Who gives a shit? We're onward and upward. No, not yet. Because number ten, gotta give a shout out. He's back. 
Doug Nix, yes. <laughs> two gloves attorney. What an improbable run after winning last year to even be near the top of the leaderboard. So shout out Doug Nix. Well done. Okay, now we can say fuck this. Yeah, fuck this. Fuck that last tournament. That was a bullshit tournament. <laughs> I do want to shout out Godsey, though. He moved up 21 spots. He's in the top 20 at number 17. So yeah. congrats. Nice. Okay, let's take it back over to Tigers territory at Torrey Pines, north of San Diego. La Jolla. La Jolla. Hell, it's where Xander from, Shoffley's from. You took Xander last year. He's missed his cut like four out of the I last five times. I didn't take Xander but... last year. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I, I went with... I actually listened to the show from last year. I've, been, I've done that the last couple of weeks. I went with history and said, Xander has missed four out of five cuts here. Not fucking taking him. That's crazy because I do know that you took him the year before that then, and now these years are just coming together. Do you want to know what's fucking crazy? Xander Shoffley hasn't missed a cut since this tournament last year. That is crazy. And even before that, I think he's he's made like 23 of his last 24 cuts, which... All right, so what's the story? It's long as fuck. You know when Kyle Berkshire's like, Torrey Pines is a beast. The U.S. Open's going to be there later this year. Are we going to see any kind of correlation between who is really competing with them this week or is it going to be a completely different golf course for the u.s open completely different you remember you remember when they had the memorial and back to back they basically had two tournaments back to back at jack's place right after the covid yes. shutdown yes and do you remember how much higher the scores were a week later yeah that was awesome that's going to be this on steroids so there are going to be some people who maybe aren't the creme de la creme as far as the game they got who could compete this week yeah, I think that's fair to say. Um, it's still going to play, you know, like seven, seven, seventy-seven hundred yards at and sea level. I think Friday they're expecting rain as well, so I mean that will probably make it play a lot longer, but also will benefit soften, the guys. Soften the bitch up a little, huh? Benefit the guys sticking it tight around the flag, the flag molesters of, of the of the tournament. <laughs> um, All right. Well, what are some of the featured groups? Well, there's a few of them. Words. The first one. And again, I don't know why this guy gets thrown in there. Maybe it's just because he's like, oh, local guy, you know, Phil. Phil's back oh, in San good. Diego. Oh, he's wearing his stupid glasses again. Didn't he move from California just so he wouldn't have to pay all his taxes? Or just so or, he could or his bookie. avoid his latest family that he created? Yeah. Um, Phil's back. <laughs> he should be on the senior tour. We've talked about this. I hope he misses the cut by... I do too. You know, he's a likable guy for most people. I think the, the the average golf fan's like, oh, Phil, man, he's so funny. Just see what he's doing with his fucking calves. And then I think the guys, <laughs> the guys like you and me, were like, God, fuck this. I'm, this is such a tired shtick, Phil. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Did you see that Mizzanita Maine video he did? It's on his Instagram page. Maybe just com a commercial, but he's like having a, a Zoom call with his Mizzanita Maine guys. And then he, oh, he, oh he's going to do the Tom Cruise dance in his underwear. Oh, I didn't see that one coming. Was that as cool as his, like, high kick, you know, from his old one where he's, like, dancing at Top Golf? Yeah. Was it Top Golf? Yeah. Ugh. It's like you don't see Tiger doing that kind of stupid shit. No. He's just fucking on the rack. You don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't see DJ doing it either. Same thing. <laughs> fucking on the rag. <laughs> Um, oh, but he is man. playing with Xander Shoffley words, which again, we just talked about local boy, but has missed four out of five appearances at the farmer's insurance open. You think it's just cause like he and his dad get in cussing matches when, cause his dad probably comes out to this one. I think, God damn it, son. <laughs> I think if Xander wants to win, what he should do is fucking cut his dad's ponytail, ponytail in his fuck sleep. You. <laughs> in his his sleep. dad is my fucking spirit animal. That's exactly <laughs> what hair I'm going for right now. Well, I, I will say. 
I, I, I can't imagine Xander missing the cut here again. Maybe it's pressure he's putting on himself. I don't think that he's going to miss the cut again, but I, I laid off Xander this week. This track record just doesn't set up. Same. Pass. Um, the third guy is another kind of head scratcher why he's in a fucking feature group i bet xander is actually like why the <laughs> fuck did i get put <laughs> with these guys put these goddamn scrubs <laughs> jordan spieth spieth who actually did make the cut here last year i think he finished tied for 20 21st it was one so. of his best finishes mm-hmm. last year wasn't it? it was yeah they had some interesting stuff on the golf channel um with him this past week kind of regarding you know a lot was made that he went and met with butch um, and everyone thought he was going to break up with swing coach cam who's been with him since like he was what 13 14 mm-hmm. Um, and Butch kind of set the record straight and was like, look, I, all he did was ask for my advice. I told him a few little things. I think he just kind of wanted a different perspective, obviously, cause he's falling like a shit from heaven, just sinking like the Titanic right now. So I'm trying, I'd gave him a few little pointers and sent him on his way. And, uh, Butch was pretty confident that he's going to find his way back, but yikes. Sometimes you need just a second set of eyes. It's like, Hey man, is she really hot or am I just drunk? <laughs> No, man, yeah, do it. Go for it. It's like the meme that I've seen come up lately a lot. It's like when you're leaving the bar at 2 a.m. Or the the most recent one I saw was if you're really drunk, but the, the heftier cartwheels into you, and it's it's like them trying to harpoon, <laughs> harpoon. harpoon a whale, but it's, <laughs> Moby but Dick. it's a big, big gal. Um, yeah, I'm not on anybody in this group, words. No, but I am going to be very interested to see how Jordan plays because uh, I am like still. I think it's the most interesting shit in golf. Whereas you've this. been interested to see how <laughs> Jordan's going to play since about 2018. I mean, it is can be such a catastrophe, and he plays from all these fucking crazy spots, and then gets up and down. These up and downs are just you know nuts. Like I said, it's it's fun to watch, in my opinion. Better than Rory last weekend. Uh, he kind of had a shit the bed moment overseas in Abu Dhabi. Um, where Terrell just tore the fucking place in two. But Rory, he had an early Sunday lead also, and it was just back to the same old shit, like driving at 350 and then pulling a fucking wedge like long and left to the green. Like, oh, my God, how many times can I watch that happen? Um, so, yes, anyways. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that I, I, think- I don't know if I'm rooting or for or against Spieth. Like, I just – it's – it's like a train wreck. I th- I think Spieth literally made so many fucking garbage ass birdies and pars with that putter of his that he like literally used up all it's of a, them for his whole career. <laughs> they're all gone. Um. So yeah, nobody on that group. Uh. The next featured group, another couple of head scratchers here. Ricky Fowler again, fresh off of a tied for twenty one, which seems to be a you know trending in the right direction for him since he's in a similar spot as Jordan Spieth. He's playing with. Mudball, Bubba Watson. Oh, Mudball. And the third guy is my favorite villain in golf, Patrick Reed. No, Justine. Which I think Patrick Reed's got a good track record just about everywhere. He hasn't won here, but. I don't know why, but on the the whole and none Instagram account, I I followed uh, his caddy slash brother-in-law this week. I don't know why we haven't been on him, but he was was bitching a fit because, you know, the gym was closed in California and, you know, it was hashtag don't Cali my Texas. He's got a weird name. It's like Crashish (laughs) Corota. No, what is his name? It's something like that. Keister. Yeah. It is something. Dave Keister. Keister Corota. Justine's brother. Yeah. Um, Which... Didn't Eddie suggest that Justine was transitioning last week? Oh, could be. <laughs> I don't know. Could be. It's the newest trend. Um, eager to see. You know, Ricky's a Ricky's a farmer's insurance ambassador, right? He missed the cut last year. Yeah, 
he missed all the like rocket mortgage anything that he had his name on waste management yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's like anything he had his name on he just shit the bed i don't want to do anymore corporate responsibilities are fucking killing me i would like ricky to get on a little run he's too good not to but I did see he's fucking hitting graphite shafts now. Did you see that? Well, DJ does that too, and mm. so does Bryson. I mean, that's just kind of the way of the world. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm not on any of these guys, although I do think Patrick Reed's a guy that definitely could contend. I don't have much hope for the other two guys aside from Bubba just hitting it far. He's a streaky motherfucker. But Patrick Reed is elite, and he could definitely win any week. So I'm not on any of them, though. Same. The next group. A guy we haven't gotten to talk about much. My mate, Jason Day. Oh, God. He's back with a new swing coach. He split from Cole, too, man. What the fuck? He, he's finally done with Cole Swatton. Apparently, he's working with Chris Como. I think a lot of that maybe has to do with the back issues that he's had. Chris Como worked with Tiger when he had a bad back. Maybe it's like, if you can teach Tiger with a bad back, he can teach me. He just wants to sniff Tiger. What, did, what was Tiger like? <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, he also was dropped. Uh, he's no longer a tailor-made guy. Jason Day, he was left off that bullshit Christmas card. But, oh, yeah, what is he now? So I saw he's going to have a mixed bag. He's going to be hitting a ping driver, TaylorMade Woods, Mizuno irons. And he's doing, instead of his spider from TaylorMade, he's going to an Odyssey two ball. So tell the tell the uh, Korean chicks on the LPGA what up, <laughs> J-Day, when you go get size for that thing. Remember when you used to have that one? Yeah, and then I broke it like twice. <laughs> Well, J-Day divorcing his swing coach is a lot different because Cam, like, damn near adopted him when he was a kid. Cole. Cole. Oh, yeah, Cole. Sorry, Cam. Cole. Cole. Cole Swalton. Cole. Down there in Aussieland. Um, So that is kind of sad, but uh, maybe maybe Chris Como will be able to steer him in the right direction. Or do you think his best golf is behind him now? Man, you, I can't imagine him getting back to number one in the world. No. Um. So, yeah, you got to think it is. You know, he... 2015 was a magical year, won the PGA, number one in the world for a while. And I got to think the best golf. And as hard as it is for me to say that, yes, I think Jason Day could sneak up and win another major or two. But not nine. But he can't fucking go be number one in the world for an extended period of time when you got DJ doing what he's doing. Um, and even when you got a guy in your group that's going to be way better than you in the long run, John Rahm is playing with Jason Day. That guy is going to be ahead of him in the world rankings for the rest of their careers, I got to imagine. Yeah. Which I think Rom is going to be a very popular pick. When you talk about him and Day, you know, Rom famously made the eagle putt on 18 for his first PGA Tour win. Day's won this tournament twice. And then they're playing with the defending champion, Mock Leishman. Um, so you've got three winners of this event. I got to think that Rom is probably going to be the most popular pick this week. And I think that there, there's a fine line of strategy in this game that we play where you pick guys. I looked at the, the upcoming tournaments, and in like three weeks, there's four tournaments that are so much more Percy than this bullshit that you got to think you want to take Rom in at least one of those four tournaments. It's like the Players' Championship when the winner's getting $2.75 million. So I laid off Rom very clearly. Same. Uh, I will say... The next guy who I think is the most popular pick in the field, Mark Leishman, I am on. Oh, to go back-to-back. To go back-to-back. And I know you brought up there hasn't been a, a back-to-back you know, winner of a tournament year over year in a while. So I know history is going against myself, but 
Uh, Leishman played well in the Masters. He played like shit after COVID, you know, the restart. But uh, he did finish tied for 13th in the Masters. Awful. Awful. They, he almost lost his game, it seemed like. <laughs> did and you we, see this? They had a, a cool long read on PGATour.com on Leishman and just kind of how he grew up not hitting balls because he would have to fucking shag them at his course. And so he and his friends would play like all these crazy shots and the artistry of the game, you know, it just kind of goes to show you whenever he puts his clubs in the closet and he's home, he doesn't do jack shit. Which we it talked makes about. It kind of bitter that there are people like that. Words, we talked about it. Remember I said, maybe he needs, maybe you need to go practice, yeah, Mark. That was I like know. two weeks ago. And I ago. called him a lawnmower man. Yeah, <laughs> it was. We fucking And here him. I am. I'm right back on him. Well, good. Uh, he, he did finish tied for uh, fourth at the Sony, um, which kind of... Yeah. Similar, you know. And that's why I brought him up last week, because we both threw his ass under the bus, and he just right back to doing top five. So, And it sets up, he's a great wind player. He yeah. always has been. Uh, so playing well out in the Sony, when it's windy in Hawaii, it's going to be windy here on Thursday at least. Friday is going to be some rainy weather. I think he plays well in tough conditions, so I do like Mark. I like Leishman's chances to definitely top ten. So I don't know about if he can go back-to-back, but I do like him to contend. So I am on Leishman. Good pick. Um, so you're, you're not on any of those three guys. Nine. Okay. The last group though, words, this is where it gets a little spicy. Rory McIlroy flying freshly in from, uh, Abu Dhabi, uh, after the choke job he had, you know, he f- finished, I think with a 72 on Sunday to finish third. Um, I, you know, Terrell just outplayed him big time. Um, he's playing with the guy who is your Strixon brethren, Brooks Kepka. Still trying to find his first win in a, in a while. And they're playing with your heroine. This might as well be your group. They're playing with Matt Wolf. Oh, oh! I'm on Rory. You know, like you said, this is not the Perseus of tournaments, but I am fucking desperate for a top five. Um, hopefully Rory can continue, you know, doing what Rory does and turning this tournament into a pitch and putt for him. Yeah, I really... I fucking need this, Rory. God damn it. Words, I... I thought about taking Rory myself, and and I knew that, similar to my theory with with Sungjae last week, I think that Rory will be undervalued this week after kind of shitting down his leg last week. But if you just look at, I mean, Rory, I've said this about guys before, and they totally fuck up. Rory could fall out of bed bed in top top 10 this this week. So I I know that Rory is capable of doing that just about every week. Don't you jinx my fucking But I'm trying to jinx you now that I didn't pick him because I do think it's a good pick this week, even if it's not as Percy, because you got to think if he doesn't play well, if if Rory goes and wins this tournament, the outlook for Rory the rest of the season is so fucking sky high. He's riding riding that wave into Augusta. If he loses, it's just the same old story. It's like, oh, shit, and then you— like, well, no, I don't want to fucking pick Rory. So it's amazing what winning can do for the outlook on someone's future. Yes. <laughs> Even though I heard some of the comments Rory had after he did shit the bet on Sunday, and it was kind of back to that, yeah, you know, just kind of the energy for me without having fans here. And it's like, <laughs> God damn, Rory. <laughs> you like, do you really? I mean, come on. And which which brings me back to you, you think if you didn't have fans at your fucking home tournament there at the, in Northern Ireland that Shane Lowry won the Open Championship in 19? If you didn't have fans there, maybe you wouldn't have choked so hard in the first round, you know? <laughs> Touche. Yes. So man. be careful what you wish for, Rory. Um, I don't have much hope for Brooks, especially playing tricks on clubs. I mean. Are you going to be like this all fucking year? <laughs> I mean, oh, my God, I hope he wins. <laughs> Uh yeah, Brooks has been on I don't want to say a cold streak. Cold for him, probably, you know, it's fair. Yeah, he hadn't really I mean, 
he did okay at Augusta. He did really well at the PGA before that. I want to say like, oh, he needs to do this, but he really doesn't fucking no. He doesn't. I mean, he never is like a top ten guy every single weekend, week out. We'll see how it is when he gets to Augusta, and that'll probably be the first time I take him. We'll see how he is when everything's get a little pursy. We know we know Brooks likes money. <laughs> it's like what? They're only one point three million for this. Fuck that. I don't even know what this tournament is. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get fucking back to my hotel room early to fuck Jenna. <laughs> Uh, and then Matt Wolf words, uh, like you said, it's it's hit or miss. It's a tough guy to pick. Yeah, I'm not gonna pick. I, I did think about it just going two weeks in a row. I've done it before with that motherfucker. Because once I get that first hit, ooh. Well, again, it sets up for a group like this. It sets up for the bombers, and this is probably the definition of bomber. Yeah, group, I, I so. don't think you're on him, but I do think you're on someone close to him, perhaps. I think you're talking about the man from Norway. <laughs> That's right. My favorite death metal artist. I'm not, I'm not on Victor. You're I'm, not on Victor? You know, Victor. Victor's short game, the chipping around the green is just subpar until he polishes that up a little bit. Like, sure, Victor can go win, but this ain't Mayakoba. This is a stronger field, you know? I think it's going to be one of the one of the bombers. Um, so words out of the featured groups, we're only on one guy each. Uh, you're on Rory McIlroy from Northern Ireland, and I'm on Mark Leishman from Australia. So I guess let's just go back and forth and who's on who. I, I, I'm i pretty sure that one of my picks you're definitely not on, and it's because you already picked him this year. I'm going with the Samoan, the choker, the guy you wanted to name the bitchy boy of the week. I'm going with Tony Finau this week. <laughs> well, like usual, you are dead fucking wrong because I'm all over Big Tony Oh, this wow. Week. Yeah, I did bust toss him earlier. But, you know, it's, his game is pretty sharp right now. I think he is getting extremely annoyed with the narrative around him because that's all they were talking about on the Golf Channel all Monday and Tuesday was basically another one Tony let go away. Even the, the tournament before that, his last top 10 before this, I think on Sunday he, he did the exact same thing and went out birdie-birdie and then just watched the guy he played with go win the tournament. So surely Boyd Summerhays and that fucking dressing like... Rob Deerdick. <laughs> yes. Surely his skater coach slash golf coach is going to get in his head and tell him some nice and warming things to where, uh, yeah, he plays well in SoCal. So, again, I, I, did, I went back and I listened to last year, and I said the same thing. You know, this is when Tony shakes off all the bullshit, gets his win, breaks through. Tony finished top six last year. Honestly, if you tell me right now that Tony's going to finish in top six, I'll fucking take it. Yeah. Probably, probably worth the money, so uh, I'm in on Tony. Yeah, I like. I, you're right. I did pick him earlier in the year, and he finished maybe second to last, so I need to get on the, the right track with Big Tone this week. Sure, okay. So we're both on Tony. The last guy, words, that's that's the telltale here, and I'm, I'm kind of worried now that you mention it. So who's going first? I'll go. Okay. A little under the radar, but a guy who's trending, Harris English. Well, words, we're on oh, two or three. God, Looks like you're not making up any more ground, bitch. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> Rory's going to win this week. Rory's going to win, you fuck. I, I, like, I like the pick, obviously, but Harris English is playing as good as anybody in the world right now. He's all the way up to 16th in the world, won in the Century Tournament of Champions. He won before at the QB shootout with Cooch. Um. So, yeah, man. Cooch. He, he's, he's had a good track record here tied for second in 2015 and then i think he's gotten another top 10 a couple years ago so 
and that was when he didn't have all his his best games. So well, good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm on him. Words. Oh, good I'm, pick. I was on him first. Hey, great pick, dude. Who's on your bench? Gary Higgs. Okay, Gary Higgs. I got Vic. Okay. Well, those are the shit picks. Buyer beware. Uh, we got any parting words of wisdom for our lovely audience? One hundred percent words. Oh yeah. What's up, John? What you've always wanted, words. We have merch. Oh, my God. We have merchandise available, people. Our friends at Opolis Clothing have set up a special link for us to sell our listeners very, very special whole and none merchandise. We've got hats. We've got shirts. We definitely have the man with the golden nose T-shirt, which I think obviously should just fly off the racks. <laughs> you can find it either by going to opolisclothing.com, looking at their main page. There's a whole whole and none section, or we'll post a link at some point on our story or on our Instagram, we'll post a link to where you can go buy whatever you want, whole and none wise. Um, words and I promise that the profits will all go to like a weekend Coke bend or something crazy. <laughs> I was getting ready to say charity. Uh, I, I don't anticipate to make much money. Uh, we still haven't figured out what we're going to do with that, yeah. if we even make any money. But yeah. there is hats. Everything's available. You guys have seen us. Words and I each wear the hat here and there. People have asked about it. People have asked about the T-shirts. It's available. Go visit opolisclothing.com and check it out because we're fucking excited about it. Dynamite. And you can still type in the promo code HIN69 and get 25% off because they're very proud of their shirts. They charge a decent amount for them. <laughs> very good. But they're a great company. We need to we need to call them and do like okay if you type in our co- promo code and you hit enter then a picture of Dolly Parton will pop up <laughs> or Nancy Pelosi <laughs> yeah yes Nancy Pelosi's it head gets. on Dolly Parton's body <laughs> oh Lord every now and again I just like it just hits me like a fucking ton of bricks like okay we put this stuff out there and it's gonna stay there forever I, I, it hits me all the time words <laughs> totally worth it. All right. Thank you, Opolis. You got anything else, Jay? Uh, I guess I got to root for Leishman to go back to back. Oh, get fucked. Go, Rory. We love you. Keep your head down. Goodbye. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow.